Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay everybody i have something really cool to tell you about if you haven't heard yet about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain here it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. Hi, my name is Michael E. Cullen II, your host, and with me as always is my co-host, Matthew Allen Huss. Yes, Allen Huss. Mm-hmm. Matthew Allen Huss. Yep. Anyways, um, today on All Too Real 2, we are covering a kind of direct-to-video sequel, a direct-to-TV sequel. Um, This is called The Cutting Edge, Going for Gold. It's a 2006 movie. Um, Yes, and it stars Christy Carlson Romano from uh, Even Stevens and uh, the voice of uh, Kim Possible fame. Yes. Yes. And uh, also Ross Thomas. I'm not sure what he's from, but I'm just going to... I think he's Rob Thomas's cousin from Mm -hmm. Matchbox 20. No. Oh. No, I okay. don't think they're in relation. And um, there's uh, returning characters from the original Cutting Edge, played by different actors. Um, 
for reasons unknown. I'm just guessing they couldn't afford the other actors or the other actors didn't want to have anything to do with this. Not sure why. Yeah. I think it's the greatest movie I've seen in a long time. So <clears throat> I'm going to agree. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, it is better than uh, Inspector Gadget 2. Oh, and that was a, a theater release as well, wasn't it? No, that was a direct video oh, okay. Yeah. Well, still more than a direct TV, <clears throat> and it still was worse than, Whoa. yeah. I don't want to talk about that one anymore. That no, was me a, either. That, that, a, that makes me cry. Yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by Sean McNamara, who has directed... The um, hmm. what else has he directed? Let's see here. Cutting Edge three and four and five. Possibly, let's see. Um, no, <laughs> no, he he directed uh, the Baby Geniuses television series. Well, there you go, um, Baby Geniuses and the Space Baby video. Um, the Miracle Season. What's that? Curious now. Uh, it's like some kind of sports movie. And, uh, yeah. He's directed episodes of Phil of the Future. Um, yeah. Um, Secret World of Alex Mack back in the day. Which is a kid's show. So it seems like pretty much a lot of kid's stuff. That's So Raven. Um <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a lot of uh, family-type movies. And well, this uh, movie was show. for what? Family? For ABC Family. Yeah. So. so it makes sense. It's all part of that orbit. It's, you know, yes, sense. It's good gum. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as, as Trident or or Juicy Fruit. Yes. I love and, Juicy Fruit. And if any of you would like to sponsor our <laughs> show, please contact me at micahcullenpark.com. Anyways, um, so... <laughs> So okay, what uh, what's the uh, basic plot of this movie? If you remember, Matt, we just turned it off like two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. So uh, well, this is one of the rare occasions where it's an actual sequel to the movie, not just a putting, sequel. Sequel in name only. Yeah, not just yeah. putting the word number two at the end of it and then just rehashing the same exact plot with different uh, uh, act, you know, different characters. Because in this movie, there. They are actually returning characters from the first movie. Yes, and they're parents now of uh, Jackie Dorsey. Yeah, the the characters of uh, of um, Doug Dorsey and uh, Kate Mosley Dorsey, now being played by um, Stephanie Kramer as Kate Kate Dorsey and uh, Scott Tom Thompson Baker as Doug Dorsey. You know. No longer the original actors. No, no, <clears throat> no not not them. Um, so in this one, it's a little bit of a twist because in the um, in the first one, uh, Doug Dorsey's the one that has an injury, and it pretty much takes him out of hockey forever. He can't play hockey anymore, and that's what causes him to eventually become a figure skater. And uh, and in this movie, it's uh, Jackie Dorsey. She's the one that becomes injured, not permanently, but she she injures her knee at one of their um, competitions. Yeah, and she was a single skater. Yeah, single point. skater. And uh, she's pretty much out of commission for like four months, but she wanted to do the Olympics, which was a year before, a year after she got hurt. So she's trying to 
rush herself to train to you know do the Olympics and uh, her mom gets the idea I think that the only way that's really going to work is if they do pairs and then lo and behold you know she ends up meeting some guy that they um, they they her parents basically they bought her like three tickets to go to Los Angeles with their friends, I guess. They didn't really yeah. explain that. And then, no, yeah. So, but her, her, her random white friend and random black friend that we never see again in the whole rest we, of the movie. We, we saw that one scene when they're sun, not sun, whatever, just at the yeah, her, pool. Her, her friends, uh, there was a, um, what's her face, uh, from, from, uh, uh, from, from Step by yeah. Step was one of the friends. Um, shit, what's the actress's name? I had it here a second ago. But yeah, um, she was like the younger daughter on Step by Step. Step um, by Step, Step by Step. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how yeah, that's um, Yeah, her name is uh, dee dee dee, bop bop ba dee dee. That's a long name. Yeah, that's a funny name. I mean, I don't know. Um, is she even listed in the cast? I don't know. She had a line or yeah, a couple she, lines. She had a few lines. She had more than the black girl. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is a. You know, 2006 ABC family. Oh, yeah. Group. Christine um, Lakin is uh, the actress. And then uh, yeah, it looks like uh, I don't even know who the African-American girl was. They probably didn't even list her. It's like... If she's in there, she doesn't have a headshot, so <clears throat> I can't tell which actress. Right. Well, I don't remember her character's name. It was so she had two lines. Yeah. Which basically. I thought was a miracle. I'm like, oh, my God, they actually gave her two lines. Yeah. You know, but then later on they ruin it. Of course, when the the two announcers, there's a white guy and a black guy, and literally there were three three opportunities to give the black guy a line, and then the third one there almost looks like he's about to say something, then they cut away. It's like, it's cruel. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. But anyway, that's just a you know interesting little. It's like I, it. yeah, yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, I didn't expect much from a 2006 movie. No, but um, for ABC Family, yeah, for them to be like woke or whatever. Not even woke, just regular yeah. people. But I mean, that's not exactly woke. It's just being like a normal person. But back anyway. then, they weren't even awake. <laughs> no, they were. <laughs> no, they were. Yeah. They they hadn't even fallen asleep, so you could wake them up. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah there we go. Yeah. Anyways, um, the uh, oh, so, so so basically, she's out there in uh, Cali. Yeah, she's out there in Cali, and she uh, <clears throat> this uh, this this um, concierge at the hotel who has no social skills. Not sure how he got that gig. He ends up like, "Oh, I recognize you. You're the person that totally wiped out on the ice." And oh man, that must have hurt like hell. They they used to replay that all the time, and you know, asking her what what she's been doing since she retired, and she's like, "Well, I didn't retire," and got all offended. So then she went to the beach where she's reading a some like sci-fi book or something i don't know what and then like these like surfer dudes are you know catching the waves or whatever and then they're like making like comments about like curves and you know stuff like that and they're like oh you know so it's like a double meaning or whatever and then like they start talking and like within like two hours they're like already acting like they've been dating for like three or four weeks like their relationship yeah, the, just really took off like, we do have to mention the other uh the, the other surfer dude is played by ryan hansen from uh party down and um veronica mars fame um which is funny because on party down he was often made fun of for playing kind of surfer type dudes yeah. and stuff which is kind of funny i think that was like a intentional yeah. yeah 
but yeah, I like Ryan Hansen. He's funny. He's hilarious, especially <clears throat> he, in he has Down. like a. I can't remember the name of it, but he has like a web series. I've seen like one or so episodes, and it's like a. It's called something like Ryan Hansen solves murders on television. Oh wow! Is what the total thing is on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 really great in Party Down. I love him. Yeah, so they they they're you know they're hanging out for a while, and I forgot what oh what happens is is that she she's with her friends at the hotel and uh, she sees him pulling up like in this really sweet car. I think it was a Porsche, and they're like. Oh well, he must be doing really good for himself because he's like a professional, um, you know, extreme athlete. Like he's oh yeah, that's the other thing. He's a he he's an extreme uh, rollerblader. Yeah, and he was on a cover of some magazine that some girl wanted his autograph for or whatever. So she thought you know he's making a lot of money from this because he's driving this car. And he gets out of the car and he's wearing his hotel uniform. So he's you know uh, you know valet car valet. And then she got, like, all super embarrassed, you know, in front of her rich friends, I guess, or whatever. Like, oh, this is Alex, you know, like, you know, this guy has a job. Like, what a piece of shit, you know, type of thing or whatever. So then he gets kind of offended, you know, like a normal, regular person would at being, you know, snubbed by like that. And then she then goes apologize to him. And he sulks for like the first of like 45 times in this movie because this guy's got like the worst temperament I've ever both of them have the worst temperament I've ever seen of anyone any movie ever like literally anything can set either of them off completely at random it seems so he says like some mean things to her she says some mean things to him he stares at the beach some more and sulks cutscene to her back at home training or something and then cut to him with his buddy from party down at a bar watching the tv and there's an interview talking about how she's doing pairs now and that they're going to do auditions for partners so then he gets the idea that he's gonna go then audition to be her partner see where i'm getting at with this so then (laughs) so then her mom is talking to him on the ice and she can't see him because his back is turned to her. So she thinks that she's already pissed at her mom for interviewing someone without her knowledge to begin with. But then when he turns around, she's like, oh, shit, this guy. So she's like double mad now because not only did her mom go behind her back, but she brought in this this jerk who has a job from you know California that she didn't like because he was offended by her being embarrassed about him having a job so um so you know they start fighting just like in the first movie they're you know they don't get along with each other but that's like part of their that's like kind of like gives them energy is because they're so opposite so like the opposites attract type of trope in every single movie ever and including the first cutting including edge. the first cutting edge was exactly what happened in that movie they were totally opposite you know, Doug was, you know, the spontaneous dude that wanted to have fun. So was Alex is the exact same way. Um, <clears throat> they eventually, of course, start um, having feelings for each other. And both of them at separate times in the movie pull away while the other one is pining for the other. And then when it's the other turn, others turn to be the one to try to uh, share the feelings and it's the other one that pulls away and that goes on yeah, I mean, for about an hour and a half basically then... it's it's the thing that does happen in real life 
but um especially in romantic comedies where you got to have some kind of uh tension there mm-hmm. and it's the lack of communication that i think mo- belongs in most most relationships mm-hmm. the most fights and everything in any kind of relationship in my opinion are based on the fact that people just don't speak to each other that's the main thing like yeah. you know you you speak around each other and to everybody else but that person yeah and then you know it's good this is this is this good is stuff this is um this is called a v- advice corner with mike yeah okay my advice like is this, see th- this is my advice for relationships my single self you're telling you mm-hmm. that um <laughs> that you should be more communicative yeah. and you know see that's why i'm not in a relationship mm-hmm. because i can't do that no, I'm joking. But, but you used the word communicative, which is a pretty pretty big word. So that's, yes, it is. That's a, you know. Be communicative. Yeah. In wow. relationships. Yeah. And then, you know, if you if you just tell it like it is. With some tact, though, of course. Some yeah. tact. Yeah, you got to have a tact sandwich, you know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, not the tact sandwich. No, not the tact sandwich. You got to just have tact, though. I tried doing that. It was it was I was it was so forced. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't ever do it right. It made me so mad because I couldn't do it right. So just and what like, is the tax sandwich anyways? I've heard it before. The tax but... sandwich is uh one of our dear friends actually taught me it. <clears throat> is that you start off with uh <clears throat> like the bread, right? So the basically the bread is like the bottom piece of the bread is like some kind of a compliment. Okay. Or, or or not maybe not even a compliment, but just like acknowledging something good about the goodness, yeah, yeah. Of someone. And then the meat or whatever spread, like peanut butter or whatever you're gonna put on there, that's like the criticism okay. that, that you wanted to bring up or, or just or just an issue, a problem you're having or whatever. Not even a criticism, just something that's that's like somewhat uncomfortable or whatever. And then so that's like the that's that's that part of it. And then the this top part of the bread is another compliment or some kind of acknowledgement of the goodness it, it, it seems simple enough in theory but but when you're trying to train so, yourself to do it it's so it's basically kinda... like you're looking nice today well i don't like it when no, you uh, no i'm joking no. No, no. See, see, that's, that's, that's how i was doing it when i was trying to do it because it was so un, it was so unnatural for me to to speak in that way because usually mm-hmm. i mean I, i'm usually a pretty diplomatic guy anyway yeah so I don't really think about well there is tact it. I mean tact in general I mean it's just the way you say something and tell people things. yeah but you know I think honesty is the best thing on any kind of relationship mm-hmm. I mean I've and I've known that from my own past of not being completely honest with people mm-hmm. and trying to uh you know not tell them exactly how I was feeling and not tell them that you know the fact that they were cheating on me bothered me no I'm joking not I'm just going on a little bit of a tangent that had nothing to do with it <laughs> So um yeah, we're, so, we're done talking about the cutting edge now. So <laughs> this is now a, a this, this is now a life advice yeah. show with Mike and Matt. And um <laughs> the, the cutting edge was just a sort of like intro into <laughs> into the talking about this now. This is Mike's therapy session. Yes. Yep. It's actually more interesting than what we saw, but um, Yeah. So so basically then, you know, there's there's this back and forth in this movie mm. between these two that would completely be solved. That's my point though, is mm. it would be solved completely by honesty and telling somebody, "Yo, dude, I love you." You know, right. that's all you got to do, you know. <laughs> I like you. Can we do something with this? Maybe not. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had that issue with a lot, someone a long time ago and yeah it was just uh, it was stupid and then um but uh so 
do you want to talk more about what happened? Okay, so so then basically now uh, we find out as they're rehearsing, or was that what's that what they call it? Not uh, rehearsing. Well, um, maybe um, just practicing. practicing. Practice. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm I'm so I'm so used to acting that I call it rehearsing. <laughs> well, kind you of know. is. I mean, yeah. I I said that once when um. I couldn't remember the word for practice when I was talking about like so. So when the football team is football team is rehearsing, um, <laughs> yeah, the um, that just shows you how much I care about sports. Anyways, um, the yeah. the um, and they were rehearsing in their costumes. Wait, no, those are uniforms, what? right? Yeah. <laughs> In 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 figure skating is costumes though, so yes, they are. But uh, but they they're 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 practicing, and uh, we find out at one point that uh, that Alex has a girlfriend, even though he's been flirting with her. But he didn't know that he thought they had broken up, but they huh. didn't. And of course, she's stereotypical ditzy blonde chick who's a model. Of all things, you know, yeah, because no. in movies that's just, you know, it's more beautiful people to add to the freaking cast of beautiful people. Mm. Because, by the way, you know, Ross Thomas, who plays Alex, is a hot dude. Um, you know, Christy Carlson Romano, who plays the the Jackie character, is hot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so there's everybody else in the movie. There's no ugly people in the movie. No, no, yeah. none. There's no ugly people. All All pretty white people and... Uh, a hot black chick who got two lines. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, even the extras were, were yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yes. So, um, basically, that was my little tangent on that. I kind of go on tangents, by the way, if you haven't listened to the show before. Right. But we find out about the the, the girlfriend, and then um, he sends her home. Basically, breaks up with her because she kept making fun of him for figure skating. Yeah. She kept insulting him mm-hmm. from the freaking. But, but our friends, our friends back home would just laugh at this. Blah blah blah. It's like, how old are you? Twenty four, twenty five years old. Yeah. It's like you're acting like you're in junior high. Like what? What's you know? Yeah. In social studies. They're gonna start making fun of you. Like yeah, they're gonna make fun of you because you're wearing Reeboks instead of Nikes or something. No, no, they're not. Gonna, I know it's like, what, it's losers like, what think fuck? like that, but yeah, but of course that was the stereotype of her character, the blonde. You know, that doesn't only care about anything but image and mm-hmm. bullshit, stuff like that. And she was such a dumb character. What a thankless role for that actress, too. Yeah, I, I mean, she's probably she's... actually a really smart person. They have a yeah, thing just as dumb. S- sadly, like... though, I looked her up, and um, I uh, I saw that she had only acted, like, one other time after that. Oh, wow. Like, she hasn't acted since, like, 2008. Maybe she had a really bad experience. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, and she just, like... sadly just hasn't done much acting at all so the um but uh anyways so so there's there's conflict there they can't tell each other that they love each other eventually um jackie's on tv being interviewed and says that she wants to get the gold however she Mm -hmm. needs to like however necessary like even if it's as a single instead of a double and blah 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 and then so you know Without talking to her and asking her about it, the dude just takes off and goes back to California. Yeah, Alex has this problem where every single time he gets offended, he just yeah he just takes off. Like like okay, the first time when she insulted him because he dared to have a job and make money. Okay, I can understand that you know some some rich person who you know looks down upon someone who actually works. You know, I get I get that kind of feeling, that sort of like classic. Class is sort of insult, okay, but every other 
every other problem it's just been he's just and it was leaves. even foreshadowed early in the movie too like he he has a phone call with his manager for his uh for his rollerblading or whatever and some sponsor of his isn't going to sponsor him anymore oh yeah and so he freaks out and he breaks the phone yeah he's got an anger issue yeah he's yeah he just bust like just completely destroys the like phone. bust this like a hotel payphone or whatever so it's like <laughs> and then he goes to the bar and goes the, the phone's broken or whatever yeah so yeah so he takes off and then it just 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 like these these little things that was like for example so like <clears throat> when they're doing the whole will they won't they thing like kind of in the middle of the movie they're they're finally starting to get along with each other and and how they got that way is because Jackie's mom she literally like connected them with bungee cords so that they would like get used to each other's yeah. movements. That was kind of cool. That was a cool scene or series of scenes and then they eventually started to like anticipate each other's movements like like you know when someone was going to try to get popcorn and they would she would just kind of get up instinctively at the same time he did and they were able to eat dinner without like getting in each other's way because they were in harmony so that was that was like a cool like little scene like showing them getting together and then by the way they're always drinking in this movie there's a lot of alcohol in this movie it's kind of strange but um yeah um as as we go on they finally get back together she goes out to california to find him yeah and uh she almost dies drowning because she goes out to surf and try to get him in the ocean that's right. She did, but I was gonna mention the whole thing of how he he how he got so mad about how she got so mad about him daring to, well, not daring. I oh forget, yeah, driving to Boston. I thought he just meant he wanted to go go for a ride for like an hour, but no, he wanted to drive all the way to Boston. From yeah, and they're, they're like in Connecticut or something. They, I mean, I don't know how far that is, but I'm sure it's farther than like just drive down the street. Yeah, and they were supposed yeah. to wake up at like five in the morning or something like that. Yeah, so she was getting kind of then. So and plus, he, they had been drinking too. They had been drinking, yeah. And then so he got mad at her because he, you know, don't you ever do anything spontaneous, blah blah blah. So then, <clears throat> that's uh, that's when we find the girlfriend. That's, what, that's right after find that. Her. Yeah, he, uh, she goes to try to be all sexy and wait for him in his bedroom while he's taking a shower, and we get to see his ass. Yeah, for like and, thirty uh, straight seconds. Yeah, and in a family uh, movie. Yeah, ABC family. ABC Family movie. Yeah, okay. that's okay. what was really. I don't know. That's interesting, but I mean, this is the same <clears throat> network that at the time and now it's called now it's called uh something different they changed the name of the channel oh, really yeah i, I don't watch tv they so always yeah yeah but uh it's still the same channel that shows 700 club anyways um <laughs> oh god <laughs> because show. because of contracts yeah they have to um but uh and i find that more offensive than this guy's ass though yeah so, me um, too anyways um the <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm yeah. not gay at all but i'd rather look at this guy's ass than pat robertson's face oh god and so um i know <laughs> Or his fucking words. Yeah, the uh, the um, yeah, we we see that, and he's in the shower, and then all of a sudden we see the the girlfriend check, the blonde check. Yeah, so, yeah, she's so she's in the shower with yeah. him, and that starts the conflict. And like, just her to, name is Heidi. By the her way, her name too, is Heidi. There. And just just to show again how like how oblivious this character is, like at no point does she ever like notice that. Um, Jackie's being like sarcastic to her or about her. Like, yeah, she's just always got the smile on her face, like ah. Until finally, though, when she tells him through the door that she loves him, and then she she begs him to open the yeah. door, and then she locks we'll the door for me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, in a minute. Um, why don't we take a quick break and yeah. we'll finish breaking down this uh, story this... after that, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll listen to some uh, nice little uh, words from our 
sponsors. Yeah. Bye bye for a second. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast Super. called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what, what do we do, Matt? We, we watch biopics and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we, we, It was a lot we, more exciting than that, though. Yeah, right? so, 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 so we... We analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're, they're spelled differently, folks. Yeah. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, sh- great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and uh, a Futile and Stupid Gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and. Uh, we're going to cover a lot more, so uh, please uh, subscribe on Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts, and be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too, too real. Bye-bye. Step one, dramatic introduction. I am Magus Elgar. Magus Thadalor Elgar is one of the more respected casters in all of Hearth. The dragon bone plate in my skull probably needs its focus enchantment line. Though don't expect to go under his tutelage unscathed. Well, you know what they say. Pretension can turn intention into the best retention. Nobody says that. No, not really. You can hear Magus Elgar and his exciting adventures. Visit MagusElgar.com to download your copy today. Ah, sponsors, products, services. It's what makes the world go around. Yes, it does. You know what? You know how you can help us, folks? You can uh, partake of those products and or services. Yeah. And that'll help our show. We can continue to give you life advice, such as be honest. Yeah. And tell people. How you feel? Yeah, especially when they're cheating on you. Anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> and be communicative. Yes, communicative. communicative. Yes, that'll be our new podcast. It'll be communicative Ooh. with Mike C. Anyways, um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, um, communication with Mikey C. Anyways, um, the <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So basically, all right. So they're they're fighting back and forth. Um. She goes out to Callie to convince him to come back mm-hmm. after she was flirting with the idea of um, being a single skater again. <clears throat> right. Which, even when she said that, she was kind of just flustered about being interviewed, and she was just trying to think yeah. of something to say. So she wasn't But even... yeah, he, he took off because he was misunderstanding just temperamental because just, people don't talk to each other yeah. in these fucking movies yeah. i'm sorry that's the thing that always pisses me off yeah, the most about romantic well, comedies well, that's in how, general that's how they stretch out the movie to be an yeah. hour and a half otherwise it would be like 15 minutes long so mm-hmm. then it is frustrating though we got god damn it like because the point you want is when they get together i mean but once they're together you know they're gonna fight and Oh yeah, be, be be angry at each other and probably break up in a year or two, mm-hmm. anyways. But um, you went that whole riding off into the sunset together sort of thing. Yeah, you, you know. But you know, in the real world, most relationships have that tension. But 
in a romantic comedy, we have that tension before they get together. Before, yeah. Yeah, but in the real world, people get together, and then you have the tension. Right. A lot of times. Uh, yeah, a lot of I, times. I mean, I mean there, are, there are situations, I'm sure, that are like this and like romantic comedies, but everybody wants to paint this, um, I don't know, th- this romantic uh, brushstroke of the world that is not real, where that's how you fall in love, and you, you know, it's, you know, the girl down the street who, you know... It's kind of awkward and cute and everything. And then, you know, she's going to find this really hot dude or this, you know, Patrick Dempsey sort of guy, you know, pays a girl to pretend to date him. And then they end up (laughs) falling in love. Oh, wait, sorry. Anyways. um, (laughs) (laughs) Can't buy me the. And so um, basically, anyway, she goes out there. She almost drowns. Yeah. In the ocean. After she steals some random woman's uh, surfboard, and then the surfboard kind of went off to sea, and you never found out if this woman got her surfboard back. I feel bad for that woman. I want to see that movie, the movie about the woman who's just on the beach one day, and Christy Carlson Romano comes over and steals her surfboard. And she tracks her down and then then kills her. her. Well, no, uh, wait, no. (laughs) Well, you're talking about part five where it becomes a horror film. Yes, because I want the cutting edge to become a horror series. Starting part five. Yes. It just changes. Where people are just killed with the blades. For of, some reason. The, the blades of ice skates. That'd yeah. Be, you know, I just want to see a bloody ice skate. I. Yeah. Cutting edge. The cutter or the cuttining or. or uh, <laughs> the cuttining. The cuttining. cuttining. I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> the lack of communication. The lack of, see, that's what happens. See, you take five movies of lack of communication. Eventually, it's going to lead to murder. On ice. That's what happens after they get together. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they continue to not communicate with each other. And one yes. of them just kills the yes. other. That's what happens. So <laughs> so he saves her from drowning. And then I guess he returns back. Yeah. And then this time it's her mom that's the one that's mad at him. And is like giving him like kind of like the cold shoulder, which usually it was her trying to play like the role of peacemaker yeah but now she's had enough of his temperamental nature probably because it reminds him her of, of doug, doug from yeah. the past of doing the same kind of bullshit of sabotaging their um that's the other thing that, that alex does a lot in this movie is that whenever they're actually getting close to winning he'll he'll either like stay up way too late or he'll drink or do both and then and then he can't like really perform very well the next yeah, because you know, he, yeah, I mean, because there is a good scene. It's actually kind of good advice. He's got that whole point where he's actually so hung over at one point in the movie, right before a big, uh, big skating thing. That's what they call him, right? Skating the things. Skating thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, he uh, he decides to get wasted the night before, and he's hung over. And the dad takes him and then waterboards him. No, I mean, no. he, he does. basically does. He, he throws did. him into the throws him into the shower with cold water and tries to wake him up and make him realize. But they do have a kind of a poetic moment where it's basically they're just talking about the fact that you know the dude's afraid that you know what if I lose sort of thing, you know. And then it's like you know you can't ever win if you're not a, if 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 you're if you're not afraid to lose or something yeah. or whatever you're, you're you know you got you, you got to be willing to lose if you're going to win that's what it was yeah and it's it was kind of good good advice cuz that's true i mean it, it's kind of like the whole uh you know uh Wayne Gretzky um 
quote, which is a true quote from him, where it's like, you know, <laughs> you miss all the shots you don't take. I'm sorry. I just love that. Yeah. That scene of Michael Scott. Oh, yeah. In, in the office. He, he quotes, <laughs> he quotes. He himself <laughs> quoting Wayne Kretzky. <laughs> Because they just showed on on the whiteboard and it yeah. says, "You quote you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take." It says Wayne Gretzky and then below it it says Michael Scott. And that's in quotation marks. He's quoting himself, quoting me. Oh God, I love that's that. how it works, right? Yeah. No, no. So, um, but anyways, he they 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 have these you know back and forths and everything, and then eventually she comes to the we. It's it's the week of like a big big skating thing later on like I'm, Olymp- I'm kind of fast forwarding towards you know basically I mean, it was the olympics, was the olympics. is yeah. that a big skating thing i think it's a big skating thing it was the olympics so so, so what are the olympics <clears throat> maybe, maybe we need to do a history of that in case our fans don't know what one that is the, yeah i'm joking anyways um, <laughs> is that the thing with the rings yeah that that kind of intersect and mm-hmm. stuff oh okay that's it yeah <laughs> And these are the Winter Olympics, right? They're the, I would imagine they are the Winter Olympics, yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they do it in the summer of skating, but they could. It's ice rink. I mean, yes. it doesn't need to be, you know, cold outside in order to ice skate. But, but yeah, they, uh, <clears throat> are we missing some stuff or not? I'm trying to remember. I, I, there are just so many times that the same thing happened yeah. over and over again that I think we can kind of just fast okay, forward yeah. to it. Basically, what ends up happening is, uh, <clears throat> Dad comes back with some good advice to to uh, Jackie as well because mm. he had already given good advice to Alex, and now he's like basically saying the same sort of thing with her that basically have you told the dude you love him? You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, yeah. and you know she's like, no, you know, but he knows, blah blah blah, you know, and it's like, does he? When you know, I didn't say it. It's this whole lack of communication mm-hmm. bullshit. I'm telling you. Well, she gives him <laughs> so many unclear signals, and yeah. he does the same thing. This is why so. women suck sometimes. Anyways, and men too. But anyway, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. It's, it's just the assuming that other people know what you're talking about. That's why people suck. I guess That's I should just saying. say in general because we always assume that you know. Oh, I'm, I've been extra nice to that person. They must know that I like them. It's, well, yeah. or, 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 or the fact that, you know, some people take the wrong message, too, where, you know, you're extra nice to the to the customer you're waiting on or something, and then all of a sudden the guy or girl thinks you're in love you with them. You're, yeah. Or, yeah, so it'd be the opposite. Like, well, I just, I just want to be nice to people. Yeah. I'm not trying to get with anyone or anything like that. Yeah. I just want to be nice. Yeah, it's kind of like me and the opening doors for people, the doorman. That's what, yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. You know, I do that thing. all the time. I open yeah. the doors for people. I've always done it. Yeah, and it's I like, feel bad if I don't do it. Yeah, and then, but then if you do, you think they think you're flirting with them, and then you know it's like or what? some people they didn't feel obligated to like walk faster, so then like they want to walk at their own mm-hmm. pace. Now they feel like they have to walk faster than what they want to walk just to get through the door in time. Just becomes a whole thing. It, it, the yeah, whole I mean, and, and it's really great when you think somebody's coming out of a door, but they're not. They stop for a second right. and look at something, so and you're, you're standing sitting there, there holding the door. We could do a whole show about. I yeah. mean, we already did that sketch and psyched, but like we yeah. could do a whole philosophy about opening doors for people. Yeah, and like the 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 moral ambiguity of of or just good. manners in general. Just manners. I mean, yeah, you know, it's just like like what's good manners, what's bad manners, what's the context, cultural context. Too, because like in some cultures, like for example, like I, I was, I forgot who it was. I was talking to someone. I, I don't know where it was. Um, 
but they were from a different country. I don't know. I'm trying to remember where it was, but I ended up giving them the thumbs up. And then, like, after a second, I realized, wait a minute, in some cultures, thumbs up basically means fuck you. So I'm thinking, like, shit, did I just, did, like, did totally, I just insult them? Did I totally just do, like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who. Yeah. Who, who the, I don't even remember who. Yeah, I was but, but still, it's, it's yeah. just the point that you never know. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so the movie continues, and we, uh, we've got um, the dad basically tell, convinces her to go tell, uh, go tell the dude that, you know, you love him. She knocks on the door. I saw it coming a mile away mm. when I was watching it. She's telling basically the door that she loves him. On the other side of the door, we find out that uh, Heidi was there, mm-hmm. the uh, girlfriend. She heard the whole thing while uh, Alex was in the shower. And uh, she locks the door and basically gives uh, Jackie the, imper- the impression that uh, he doesn't love her. She gets all frustrated and mad, and then, they, then uh, Alex figures it out. Because he's clairvoyant or something. Oh no, he figures it out by saying because she says that the the, the maid, maid the maid was at the door, not goes, not. Yeah, it's only seven o'clock. Why would the maid be here? Like that's such a weird thought to have. Like my thing is is like, I, I, unless there's like some kind of strict schedule, like maybe the maid can't work at seven. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe in the Olympic it, Village, you're not allowed to yeah. clean a bedroom at seven in the morning. Anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> she uh. So he goes and runs after her, can't find her, because she took off, and then they Shit. then they're about to go to the Olympics, and then they're on the ice, and he's finally says, "I've got to tell you something. I'm in love with you." Blah blah blah. Oh God, yeah. yeah and then they they have this great skating thing where they do these triple axles or whatever, and then they uh they I'm assuming win. I think they won. I don't they know because say. it kind of just ends there. It ends with them kissing. Yeah, they kiss on the ice and they bow. And everyone and cheers. And then you get a cheesy early 2000s sounding song on the soundtrack. <laughs> and I had to turn it off because I couldn't stand it. Come on. That soundtrack, is, I, I yeah. hope they sell that on like Columbia House CD. They still have Columbia House. <laughs> I would sign up for Columbia House. What's just, a CD? No, I'm joking. Yeah. No. I would sign up for Columbia House or or what was the other one? Um, a BMG. BMG just to yeah. get the soundtrack to Cutting Edge 2. Uh, going for the gold yes and i hope it would be on a gold cd as well <laughs> of course it would be or fuck it a gold record even go vinyl with this yes it's got to be on vinyl yeah <laughs> anyways uh let's take another quick break here and then we'll come back and we're gonna i want to take a look at some of the uh internet movie database uh, reviews of this movie Hi, folks. This is Michael Lee Cullen II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. Okay, anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, you're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter, then you should definitely check this out. Or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. Yeah. So I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can really. So um, yeah. So, so check out uh, Super Story Podcast. 
right here where you get this podcast, Super Story Podcast. Okay, we're back. Hope you enjoyed those products and or services. I did. I'm enjoying them right now, actually. Are you? Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? The one with the straw in it. I, I have no clue what you're talking about. You know, I don't know. Whatever. The one that had the words in it. The, uh, the one that's got like a, a, a substance involved in like a texture of some type that you can feel, touch, smell, and maybe. Or listen to. Or taste or listen to. <laughs> Something. Yes. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're back. And uh, I'm going to read a, read a couple of uh, reviews here from the Internet Movie Database on this film. Here's uh, one from somebody named Kimmy Bim 26. This was posted in April. Good of, friend of mine. Yes, Kimmy Bim. Shout out. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> this was written back in 2006, the same year that the movie came out. And uh, her headline for her one out of ten stars is, Do not watch this movie if you treasure your sanity. I cannot express in words how awful this movie is. Maybe if you gouge your eyes out, graciously overlook the ridiculously bad writing and acting, and try not to compare it with the infinitely better original, you might walk away only moderately traumatized. Personally, I feel like I need a shower after seeing it. The sequel has all the silliness of the cutting edge with none of the charm, not to mention none of the original cast. If I could give it a negative rating, I would gladly do so. It's un it's an unnecessary film that is so bad it almost goes so far as to ruin the original. I hate that phrase. Anyways, I would rather see Kate and Doug get hit by a Zamboni than believe that their union spawned this Jackie creature. Horrible props to DB Sweeney and Moira Kelly for skating away from this clear disaster. So, okay. <clears throat> My comment on this. I hate it when somebody says a sequel or a remake ruins the original. It's still there. People, it's out there. But it means that the, the, what's in the future is now canon. So therefore, anything in the original means that it spawned that thing. So that it's affected the past in some way. Cause but it hasn't. Well, in a way it has because if the Did, past and present and future are all connected in some way. so. But, but my thing is, is okay... I don't agree with her that the movie's that bad. No, no, but but let's say I watched, you know, Return of the Jedi in theaters when I was a kid. Okay, when it came out. I had this great time when I watched it. Mm. All right, then the prequels came out. Did that ruin the experience I had when I was, you know, a little kid watching the movie in theaters? No, it didn't ruin the experience. I just mean that, like, if it if it changes the story in some way, that the person doesn't again. We're, we're yeah, but about the but cutting it, edge, the cutting but, edge. But what I'm what I'm getting low, at, what I'm getting thing. at is that the cutting edge two does not negate the fact that the cutting no. edge existed. No, it doesn't. And you can still go back and yeah. watch that movie and just say, "Hey, I, I like, saw this other yeah. piece of shit movie." <laughs> no, that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, what, what I'm what I'm saying is oh. that no, and I'm not calling the cutting edge piece of shit oh, okay. i'm calling the sequel which i don't think is actually a piece of shit i'm just going from kimmy from, kimmy bim's point of view yeah. here anyways um i'm just saying that if if she sees this movie and thinks it's a you know gonna destroy her sanity i mean first off don't let a movie destroy your sanity bitch oh i'm sorry i shouldn't call her a bitch i'm gonna take that back <laughs> no well yeah just be honest like you're talking about being communicative 
Just let yeah. You can take it out. I don't care. What I'm saying is, don't let this movie destroy your sanity, woman. And, um, you know, because it's just a movie. You watched it. Sure, you wasted a couple hours of your life watching a movie. But it you don't have to watch it again. Right. You can choose to watch the original again if you really like yeah. it. And just pretend that this doesn't exist. I mean, in a way, it kind of doesn't because it's an ABC family. Need, need I also mention, too, that she's getting worked up about ABC family made-for-TV movie and is yes. surprised that it's not as good as the original. Like, of course, the the main cast isn't going to be uh, selected to do an ABC family uh, sequel to a movie that comes out 14 years after the original. Which which, uh, which, 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 which I'm going to get into, too, is the fact that there is no way that that could be their daughter. No. Because she's in her 20s. And if it's 14 years after the first movie when they met. Unless there's a time jump at some point. Yeah, because I think they're basically retconning the whole thing to be earlier. Which, whatever, go with it. I they, don't care. they never even mentioned the year, I think. No, so movie, it could be so. later. It could be in the future. Yeah. Maybe this movie takes place, you know, in the future. Maybe it takes place on Earth 2 or something like that. And yes. This is a whole di- no, just kidding. <clears throat> One of the things she said, okay, so like, you know, gouging your eyes out, or rather, you know, seeing them get hit by a Zamboni, you know, a very violent talk here, trying to sound tough. You know, <clears throat> this is a movie for ABC Family. It's meant to be fun and like silly, it, you know. It, quit trying to sound, you know, like you're just some badass. I don't know. And then, um, you sure that's even a woman? That sounds like something a guy would say. No, maybe, I know. Maybe Kim is a, is a is a male name here. Who knows? I, I'm just saying, but, it sounds. But, but, let's like, just say person. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just saying most comments like that are usually written by edgelord dudes who try to sound like oh, yeah. sweet, you know. Well, this is 2006, who who knows. Yeah. Um let's let's read a let's read a 10 out of 10 review. Well, that's oh, I'm a bit ambitious. Okay. This one is uh Wana Wana Devel De, Wana Della Vega 18. There we go. I was trying to it's all one word so I was trying to make the right flow. Okay, anyways, um the Cutting Edge 2 was so good to work. I have no idea what that meant, but that's their headline. Hmm. I love the storyline and how Jackie met Alex. It was both funny and romance. I think this person might be foreign. Maybe, Because yeah. it doesn't sound like proper full English it here. It could be, yeah. It uh, had enough of everything, humor and sad scenes, and I really liked the ending. When Alex told Jackie that he loves her, and one wants to spend the rest of his life with her. They make a cute couple. I didn't like his girlfriend Heidi. Mm. She was mean to Jackie, and she told Alex that well, she was only mean for that one. Yeah, I know that they will never be together. He learned to skate, and he's a good skater. Alex is such a handsome guy, and he has those blue eyes. Oh, he acted so good, and Christy did very good work. She looked so natural skating, and she made those uh, doubles spin so easy to do. The last scene when they were skating, it looked so good. Okay, that was the whole review. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't want to make fun of the person, but it sounds like a child probably wrote that or something well. is what I'm thinking. But that's okay. Um, 
Yeah. So those are the reviews I think I'm going to read. Maybe, uh, let's see. Here's another one. It's a three out of ten stars. It says, no, thank you. I really disliked the movie on account of some of the content. It made it so that I couldn't have my children in the room. I will not watch this movie again. Part of the ocean scene, shower scene, and the H word in every question could be cut out from the movie. It would be an extremely wonderful movie. But because those scenes were included in this movie, it should be R-rated. Uh, R, well, this, this sounds yeah. like it's an ultra-religious That's person. what I'm thinking. Because you think that's R-rated? Well, like, yeah, and this is guy, somebody named George Bratt 04. Um, thanks, but no thanks. The movie was well-written, but it's definitely not a family movie. <laughs> as far as the characters and plot, the movie was great. It has a good twist. Twist? And is worth watching. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that wasn't that a great twist when the two leads got together at the end of the romantic movie? Yeah, that was a yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, the, the movie also uh, hypes up the fact that Oksana Bayul is in it. Um, she was one of the commentators, but she's not a huge part in the movie, which is too bad. She's a good actor. She's a skater. Wow, known for skating, not for acting. Wow. She might be a good actor. I don't know, but I've never seen her act in anything besides this. So, anyways, those are the reviews I'm going to read. So, what did you think of this movie? Would you recommend it to anyone, Matt, for any reason? Yeah, I think it would be a good movie to watch, like, when you're maybe just, like, late at night, if you just want to chill out or whatever, mm-hmm. and have something to kind of, like, sort of pay attention to, like, if you're just sort of trying to unwind or whatever. Like those are the kind of movies I usually like to to watch. Like if I usually like you know come home late or whatever, and I just want to unwind for a bit, I usually just watch like kind of easygoing type of movies, like where there's not like a whole lot of not not a lot of thinking needed. Yeah, like not a yeah. big plot, but just something that's kind of enjoyable and it just kind of makes you feel mm-hmm. you know good. I mean, this this movie is definitely not as good as the original, mm. but I did like it actually. Which is surprising from all the movies that we've watched so far that are the direct video sequels. Probably this and Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves are my two favorite. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny. But uh, yeah. They are the two. Yeah, they are the two best ones. But that that freaking statue, though, at the end of Honey, We Shrunk Oh, I know. That was kind of. Yeah. I mean, I did kind of like Sandlot, too, a little bit as well. But I yeah. mean, some of these I actually enjoy more than I'm probably letting on. But, um,. That's neither here nor there. You know what? I have one more comment, though. Yeah. I bet you that woman, or that Kimmy, who said this was such a terrible movie, I bet you that person also probably gave 232 like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I'm just guessing. If they, I mean, how can you even find out if they... I don't know. Let's see what else they reviewed. Can you do that? Oh, you can actually check how many things they reviewed. Oh, God. Yeah. So I just looked it up, and that's the only movie that they have reviewed. So like, who knows what else they think of other great films <laughs> that we've covered. One hit wonder. Yes. So um, if you're out there listening, Kimmy Bim, thanks. And um, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate your feedback. Yes. <laughs> Please write us. Uh, you can, you can uh, contact me at Mike at CullenPark.com and, uh, you know, look for us on Twitter and Facebooks and the Twitters and the Facebooks and the uh the Instagrams. 
And what else? <laughs> All the social medias. I'm adding S's to everything's. <clears throat> All the social medias. Yes. So for now, um, you know, hopefully that, that this uh, podcast didn't destroy your insanity. I mean, destroy your sanity. Destroy your insanity. insanity. Like De- destroy your insanity. Hopefully, it didn't destroy your insanity I want you and make to be you insane, yeah. m- make you, you know, not insane anymore. So, uh, yeah. Anything to anything else here, Matt? No, just just be, just be good and enjoy yourself. If you want to watch this movie, get yeah. some popcorn. Maybe yeah, I, I think it's you know it's a, it's a, it's it's a good Saturday afternoon. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's it's a good movie to watch if you're not. If you want to pay attention a little bit, but you don't have to pay attention to every scene, it's it's yeah. it's it's a good thing to have on. Like you're cleaning your apartment, and you got this on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said too, like you know, usually when I come home from these podcasts late at night, you know, I can't go straight to bed right after. You know, I gotta I gotta watch TV for a while, and usually I just watch stuff that's just easy going. I don't watch anything. So, so tonight when you get home, you're gonna watch this again, right? Probably not this. I might watch. Um, <laughs> I might watch the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the third one. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> we may cover the third and fourth in the future. We'll wait and see. If you want us to, please uh, write us and let us know. Mm-hmm. But uh, for now, um, the uh, All that- Too Real podcast thing is closed here. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.